Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the others since. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio For those who don't know, Radio Hotman, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, it is a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, Radio Well, viewers, how lucky are you when you get to do another half episode 223 and a half of Radio Hot Lap? But it's a, it's a bit of a, it's a sudden moment. An international has secreted the country and um, gone to the AFL and arrived over here. Mate, what's, what's going on? And, and father of international. <laughs> Hello, viewers. Listeners. Viewers, listeners. Viewers. 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 Greetings. Uh, welcome back, mate. And uh, look, of course, as, as always, what are you having to drink this afternoon? Uh, having a nice uh, Bleasdale Bremerview from Langhorn Creek, uh, Shiraz 2010, or Shiraz. I suppose it's Shiraz down, Shiraz down there, mate. Shiraz. I mean, it is one of your favourites. It is. It is. It is absolutely one of my favourites. It's a. Uh, it's a very, very good drop. Uh, very, very good drop indeed. So, uh, the. Be rude not to sample one since I walked in the door and it was uh, at at Chateau Hot Lap and the uh, the the cap was off. The new Chateau Hot Lap. The new, the all new and improved Chateau Hot Lap. It's very uh, all those listener contributions and uh, multi million dollar kind of corporate uh, corporate sponsorship for the program is obviously uh, is obviously <laughs> going back out the door to pay the rent. <laughs> going back out the door to pay the rent. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Thank you, it's big enough to do a hot lap there. It is, and in fact, it's the only house that I've ever lived in where I could actually do a U-turn with the car quite nicely. <laughs> and, uh, and the owner said, uh, who, incidentally, work for Adobe. So it's all a bit, uh, no, no, no volume discounts. Yeah. No. Um, I must admit, I just had to install, um, transfer my um, uh, CS 5.5 onto the new laptop, and much to my surprise, the Adobe customer support guy was very, very useful. Oh, really? Expe- okay. I was expecting it to be a nightmare. In like deactivate and reactivate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought the... Because um, for the first time in forever, got the new laptop, and rather than do the migration assistant, which drags across all the crap that you've built, you've built up. So I've got 12, 12, 15 years of junk... You know, there's some OS, you know, OS nine stuff. I know we just can't let it go, can yeah, we? Yeah. We don't know. We yeah, just sort yeah, of. Yeah. I might need that, even though it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah. So, yeah. so finally, finally, I bit the bullet. But the beauty is now, like with the App Store, other than other than my accounting software, the Adobe stuff, and Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, most of which I hardly ever use other than Word. Um, you just plug in, log into the App Store, and everything just downloads and. You know, a couple hours later, you're off to the races, so it's a it's a beautiful thing. Well, speaking of the races, we're off to a Bathurst in the morning, but you're back home. What are you doing here in the first place? Come on, spill the... Well, about eight I weeks... I haven't about, spoken to you for quite a while. About about eight weeks ago, um, Crows were looking good for the grand final, and I thought, well, you know, if they make the grand final and I don't get off my butt and at least, at worst, be in a pub somewhere watching it, I'll be like a bear with a sore head. So I thought, life is short. And I went, well, I wonder how we can get some tickets. So 
not what you know, it's who you know, and um, ended up with some ended up with some tickets and um, off to Melbourne and Delight. cheer cheer the red and the white, go the Swannies. Yes. Um, not that we're a bit untwisted the Hawthorne kicked crows out, but um, yeah, great day. Absolutely, no, I just uh, I thought that was rather fun. But, uh, you're coming down there, and then I just happened to drop in to see Kevin, not knowing that he was actually going with you, and then when you rang Kevin, I said, well. Well, I'm coming too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of a laugh. Being the, being the huge football fan that you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As it turned out, I had to go to SeaWorld. Mate, uh, you've had a very busy year. Oh, my God. In fact, I think the last time I spoke to you, you said it was a blur. Yet yeah, it looks like you're re-blurring. Re-blurring. Re-blurring on October 20. The Delta Wing is back. Mm. Um, be running at Petit Le Mans. Our old, uh, our old mate Gunnar Jeanette is, uh, is in the seat. Along with uh, give us a lift to the airport. With, uh, with, with uh, give, give. What do you mean, us? Um, it's an Australian American. Yeah, with the with the GT Academy winner, Lucas. Yep. Well, we're kind of like we're, we're getting to the stage where we're just calling Lucas Lucas because you know he's GT Academy was four years ago and he's kind yeah. of getting the score on the board and on the podium at no, at, at, at Le Mans. But um, yeah, it just goes to show that you know sitting on your ass playing PlayStation can actually um, can actually um, you know lead to something. So. Well, in fact, it actually creates a whole new path to professional motorsport. Absolutely. And uh, when you know the the tried and tested paths tend to be drying up a little bit, and you know I've always been one to say that what racing car drivers do most, and that's not race cars and not win races, there's a lot of time to play PlayStation. Mm-hmm. In fact, I went and had a go, and, and you should have a look at these um, on on the, on the website that. The go the latest SimWorks R Factor software and oh, it's and great, isn't it, mate? It's staggering. It's staggeringly good. Yeah, and it's staggering, and, and it's you get in a proper sim with a proper set of pedals and wheel and everything. Oh yeah, it's, this uh, it's staggeringly hard. You know, it's, it's and you, this one this had yeah. Motec, and then I actually tried one with the full remotion actuators mm-hmm. on it, and I got belted down on it. Yep, and that was and I did, was driving a Aston Martin. Uh, no, so it was a Maserati MC12 GD1 car at Spa. And I thought, oh, you know, I like drive spa and and you you, you know proper. How long, how long before you crashed? Oh, it you know what I learnt what I learnt pretty quick is that you come out of the source, you get into second gear real quick, mm-hmm. and you shift up higher. I mean, it was easy to you know it was easy to crash, but you know once there were other cars around, I found that the R factor software was that they almost wanted to drive into you, mm-hmm. but it was very very good. No, yeah, well that's good only because you were driving. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But had you been driving? <laughs> They it would have been, been like a, a raid America. It would have been, look, get out of the way. Ryan's coming through. Half a lap behind. Yeah, half a lap ahead. Anyway. Date lines on the wrong side for you. <laughs> Mate, what a world of a year for them for you. So, um, so tell me about Bathurst. Who's going to win? Um, which one, re- of the, which, one of the two manufacturers? Which, yeah, 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 two so far. So, which which of the retro which of the retro liveries are going to? Uh, uh, you know. Retro liveries are dangerous because invariably you if you do that, that car generally ends up having not enough panels to put on it and then it drives around with a green door and a brown car. <laughs> you know, or something like that. Much of what happened to Lars with the at Le Mans a few years back where he had it borrowed Tracy Crone's, you know, green door, green door. to go on the oh, white oh, car, oh, which oh, the yeah. model maker ended up making a model of the car, which I thought was pretty cool that he actually did like ten of them. Um, look, you know, it unfortunately have to. It'd be hard to be going to pass team, you know, playing the ass, um, Vodafone. But you know, and, and you know, it's just got to the point that it's not, it's not very entertaining. 
But um, I think a popular win, maybe say like what would be a popular win? I think a popular win would be to see uh, FPR win a bottom. Mm-hmm. That would be popular. Um, and uh, I think that would be a suitable result um, to uh, sort of throw it back at Roland's face, saying that uh, after him saying that that Mark was as bad as uh, welcome as a turd in a swimming pool after Sandown. So I thought that's a fairly uh, unnecessary Obviously comment. Obviously, didn't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, and I thought I'd like to see someone like Dave Reynolds. Who really, he's sort of got the pace, but he gets up there, but just it all just falls away. I can't so, work that out either. So whose car is um, Big Alan? So okay, so Al drove with Steve Johnson in the 17 car at Sandown. Um, now he re- he moves to the 18 car with Steve because the 17 car is running the True Blue, li- True right. bu- blue True livery. Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Moffat in the car. Right. But that's sort of, I suppose... Who's in with Moffat? Yeah. Who, no, who's in with uh, Moffat? Oh, yeah. You don't know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know. He's booked for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, from a historical point of view, the name on the car and the mm-hmm. timing and stuff like that. But I think they're all pretty much booked for lunch. It just, they historically things just go, go wrong with Alan didn't have a very good time. I don't think it's Sandown. Perhaps, and you know, we all. Did you run into somebody? I read. Oh, so I read. Yeah, I read. I read, I, I read some. And there's always two sides of the story. But oh, look, yeah. Hey, and I, he, yeah, I think everyone ran into everybody at turn nine at the back of the track there. But look. the official, you know, the, the the officialdom is such that you know these days you can't lick a blinker lens without. What do you think, Dennis? Mm. I mean, it's it's all over the place. But then, you know, I don't know if you watched the race, but on the there was a restart. And uh, and Bridie shunted off uh, um, uh, uh, the New Zealand guys, um, and just just destroyed the car at, uh, right at the pit entry bay, and he didn't even get a drive through for it. Hmm. So um, I think it was Christian Clean, was it, or it was one of the F1 guys that had been out here, but it wasn't the slow bloke. Slow bloke. The slow bloke with no hair from Canada. Ah, oh. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Is um, if you plotted a graph, it would be the reverse of my Facebook likes. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped off a cliff. Yeah. Well, I think no. I think yeah. That's it's hard to understand how Villeneuve had had such a difficult time in that car. Yet, he, well, you he, saw that people who came to the Gold Coast Six Hundred last year, they managed to do all right with it, and mm-hmm. I really thought they were going to all struggle. Yet they didn't, and the biggest goose was Villeneuve again. Oh no, that was the year before. Okay, that was two years ago. Okay, yeah, but it was it was a, it was a good race. Yeah, like and I, I thought that. Oh, it was good. Yeah, I thought they was, was, themselves was, pretty well. well. There was there was blokes like Pagano and Joey Hand and so forth. It was it was just fantastic. Oh, yeah, um, and especially in a place like that, there's nowhere to go if the goal goes wrong. Yeah. And then Sandown's got a bit of But, of course, apparently yeah. the supercars didn't want sports car drivers. You know, they want kind of car blokes that are just going to kind of turn up that's got some kind of name and go and, you know... Well, as you know, Al like, did get a call up in the end yeah. because of uh, the oh, unfortunate yeah. demise of Dan Weldon yeah. and he is in with right. Bark, but the car was not there. Yeah. yeah. So, so it will be, will be interesting. It will be interesting. Um, no live TV in the States this year. This year or next year? This year. Really? Okay. Yeah. So Big Pond, as a, as a platform, is leaving yeah. at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. 
So it'll be interesting to can see. Can they leave the AFL too? So maybe we can like be able to buy AFL games on iTunes instead. It'd be a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, well, what bring on the Apple television set? Well, exactly. Yeah. You know, more than happy to... I can go and buy every Atlanta Falcons game in the States this year and watch it on my iPad, watch it, watch it on, you know, totally, totally use it on any, any device. But, you know... It's frustrating. The, uh, the, the whole big pond, you know... It is, it, it's it is very little, frustrating. And the it's putting it's, a little fence around... Of course, they're all sandboxing. Yeah. And I mean, we saw that how the music industry did that initially and went, how, like, how, no one's going to do anything yeah, yeah, yeah. now. How did, that, how, how did that work, work for you, EMI, Sony, etc.? And certainly yeah. now it all worked really well yeah. for them. And so I think the same thing's... Uh, uh, I think the same thing's going to going to happen in the video space but then again you know I you know I know how much you like Telstra I don't reckon I'd want to get you going on NBN well the big thing is uh, having a LTE enabled iPad in the states now and seeing the speeds wirelessly over the air that I get is mind-boggling absolutely staggering so it's just going to depend upon what the NBN, you know, five years five years down the track, it's it's all going to be over the air, but you're still going to need you're still going to need a fibre. Well, now they're arguing; they're basically saying we're actually going to go fibre to the street, not to the home, which is probably not a bad idea because those you know, look because it's usually from the street to the house, which is going to be the complete. Oh, they need access and. As, whereas you go, there'll be a wireless device that's clever enough to do that, and I would think that's a better rollout strategy for mm-hmm. them. Do that and 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 come clean on the home plug technology. The fact <coughs> that you can run a hundred megabit of data down through power lines, you know, running at a different frequency. And mm-hmm. hello, the, the power lines, you know, they're already in the data, yeah. and that's annoying. And there's there's no there's no uh, attenuation over distance on the power lines associated with. With, with data speed, but yeah, uh, poor, I, I hear you, but it's, it's frustrating. That'll be interesting, you know. It's it's, it's interesting to adapt to. You know, I was only thinking about this the other day. You know, when you think about you know the phones we use now and you know what we're doing now compared to five years ago, and it, it is kind of pretty staggering. You know, we had a, you know, the little guy had a birthday party the other week, and the day before everyone turned up for the party, he was at another little girl's little four-year-old's birthday party the day before and I had to had some video on the phone and we're playing this video on the playing this video on the phone and I'm in the living room I've got the Apple TV kind of playing away and I pick up the phone and I go oh yeah hang on airplay bang mm. so off my phone here it is playing on the 60 inch plasma kind of looking like looking like a million dollars looking mm. like a looking mm. like a Hollywood like an absolute Hollywood production and that kind of home streaming kind of capability and whether whether that's a you know, an Apple device or an Android device or whatever, or whatever the case may be. But you know, that's the type of that's what we got. That's what we got. I to think look I think to. we're getting we're going there, and um, it's unfortunate some like high high profile um, failures or you know security breaches in the iCloud space. In you, there was a reporter you know, in America who mm-hmm. had someone who came in through yeah, an yeah, Amazon yeah. gateway and all that tightening up. It's very. It's, it is. It is. The average person, but it's it, no it, different. It's, yeah, but but what's what's different than somebody kind of breaking into your house and going through your filing cabinet and pulling out the same stuff? Well, I, I it's, know. It, it's it's exactly I, the same. I, I, I agree. It's just that no one's going to report on the breaking in my house. No, 
And that's the only reason. I mean, for all the million users that it all works perfectly, there's one that happens to be a high <coughs> profile, and that's why they did it, hmm. to get that access. But it was interesting to show that cycle, of the, the combination of events and his tardiness with, 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 with rolling over passwords and stuff like that. And so many people who I know have been driving along in the last two weeks are going, oh, I, I was driving along and, and it, my phone told me to upgrade to iOS 6 while I'm driving in the car. I said, well, why don't you wait and plug it in and back it up? Oh, no, I didn't do that. Yeah. I don't know why I said yes. I yes. Said, well, I, mean, I don't know why I downloaded 600 meg, 600 meg over my two gig data maps. plan. Yeah. <laughs> well, the map, you know. Oh, the maps is all right. My Willem bar's not on it. Huh? What? My Willem bar's not on the map. My Willem bar is not on the map. We went to Willem bar yesterday and it's not on the map. You know, what? but I need to have my Willem bar. Have, you, have, you, have you seen or used a five yet? Ah, uh, yes. I saw only Kevin's. Right, yeah. It's. It's sweet. Yeah, yeah, for it, sure. It, 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 it is a... Look, it it'll is. all get better, and I think Apple put oh, the best foot forward, and we'll talk about it later on the, on the show, Jamie and I, and, and the weekend. Hey, you, you know, you, you, everybody's out there to be, is a, trying to be a critic and go, hey, the operating system sucks and the maps are screwed. But there are some real, yeah, reasons, but there was... real reasons why they did that, you know. And oh, yeah, that, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and, and people... But, but most people don't... They don't <laughs> praise. They pick, like, they pick the one in the million... And drama, and I think that it was a very clever PR ploy from Tim Cook to go and say, "Hey, look, we, you know, here's some alternatives mm -hmm. for you. We're sorry, we 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 fell short on this, and that's really good. The admission, mm. you know. But the big <clears throat> the big thing is, all the experts come out and start pick pick the thing to pieces. It's still going to be, you know, they sold like you know two million two million phones in the first day, kind of thing. It's still going to be just a staggeringly Impressive device. Look, you're going to you can't please people like no, Ashley. Of course you you can. know, who's Dr. Aper is always going to be. He he hates Apple products with a passion, yet he uses them. So he just likes to get a bite out of it. Mm -hmm. you go, he, he's still on he's still on a um, Windows PC though, surely. Well, you know, the other day he said he pointed out that he said I, I have I, I have much greater intellect than you, Hardy. And I said, well, I can understand why you do, and that's why you you have to use that intellect. <laughs> You what use that intellect to be to able to run a PC work. I said, but you aren't actually the cleverest, highest intellect person in the world. For if you were, you'd have a Windows phone. Yeah. Yeah. Not an iPhone. Because you'd have to expend that energy on making something. Yeah, because it's a bit like it's a bit like, okay, I'm about to drive than you because I'm going to get in a 30-year-old kind of piece of piece of piece of kit that's got a H-pattern gearbox and steel brakes and I'm going to have to kind of heel and tow and I'm going to have to drive it and, you know, carburetor fueled engine and I'm going to have, I'm, there's much more my intellect required to drive this car compared to uh, getting a thing with sequential shift and, you know, automatic upshift and paddle shift and all the bells and whistles and traction control yeah, and, yeah, and so forth. And so the bloke driving the the old shitter that has to do all that work and do his own traction control with his foot, saying, "Well, I'm a better driver than the bloke driving the th driving the thing with all the bells and whistles," but it's about who gets to start finish line first. Now you talked about LTE and the performance, and your theoretical speeds are really, really good and stuff like that. Just maybe has this situation happened to you? Like you know, because everybody's going, "Wow, this is really cool." You get the saturation on the towers, and so it's starting to fall off. Because at Sandown. JP on, on Big Pond, he couldn't get a picture up to Instagram. Mm. He could not. On Optus, I, straight up. Because mm. perhaps it's gone like, oh, Optus is crap, Vodafone is terrible, let's go to Telstra. Well, there's one on there. 
like that merry-go-round saturated, it just can't turn around no more. And the other, there's no one over here, so we're going good. Mm. Are you getting that? Like, sort of, it seems to be that if you're in the Bay Area in San Francisco, there seems to be sounds like LTEs, everyone's on it. And so... Um, well, I haven't... Uh, I got the iPad in... And what's the, what's the coverage across as you move around the country with it? I've struggled to... I've struggled to find a location where it doesn't work. Right. I was quite surprised that it kind of worked in... Upload speeds are a huge bonus, aren't they? Oh. Because that, that was always... The, yeah. the, the, yeah, your upload speed is like and, your and, old download. Yeah, and the fact that the fact that I can kind of use the iPad as the wireless hotspot, because I had one of the old MiFi devices. The trouble is the battery life on those things was about hour and a half, two hours, mm. two hours max. Whereas, you know, this thing will, you know, charge it up, it'll run all day, and just keep feeding you up data. The the thing you need to be kind of careful of is my automatic backup with my Backblaze account. Um, I check into the hotel after VIR and we're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm. I get to the hotel, I try to connect to the hotel Wi-Fi and the hotel Wi-Fi is a bit shitty and doesn't work. So I thought, well, I'll just turn on the iPad. Well, at the stroke of midnight, my automatic backup kind of kicks in and all of a sudden I've got two gig of data from the weekend trying to get pushed up my pushed up my um, LTE connection. And next minute, yeah. But it's only an incremental backup, or you're, move, you're actually moving two gigs. Well, I was, data it, it, there the was two, it was two oh, new right. gigs of data from the weekend. Yeah. So all of a sudden, yeah, my five five gig limit for the weekend was just like, oh, bang, sorry, okay. you know. And I still had a month, still had half the month left to go. But so. it doesn't knock you into that, like you know, ten cents. No, well, no, it's like ten dollar. It's like ten dollars a gig, so, so it's not yeah, not yeah. the end of the world. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, obviously the the telcos they wouldn't want to do this, but you know that in that sort of FCC slash net neutrality sort of concept that they've got going over there. It would be cool if you could set up a rule of saying, hey, if my limit is at this point and my data rate over an average period of days seems to be quite high, buy me another block. Mm -hmm. Don't stick it up me with a thousand dollar bill later. Yeah. But it's not in their interest to do no, that. But, you know, of course not. Cool. Anyway, um, so what's going on this weekend? Are you going to race on? Or? Uh, yep, I'm racing to uh, Connecticut to Duncan Dayton's wedding. Right. He and he and the lovely Renee are uh, tying the knot. Is this the first wedding or? Um, this is this is Duncan. Dun, the first time that Duncan and Renee are getting married. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this will be um, this will be um, round two. Round two for Duncan, round one for Renee. So. Oh, right. Oh, so, that should be pretty exciting. We're going to send him a target voucher for wedding present. Yeah. Figured that was a good idea. <laughs> and a bottle of... Uh, and a bottle of... You um, probably need to explain the target voucher. There is a... There is a... I, we can't talk about that connection. There is a family... There, 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 there is a family... A family relative that has their hand on the checkbook. Yes, <laughs> and um, you know, no doubt a more bottle of Patron would probably go down quite nicely. But uh, nice bottle of. Um, am I taking back some some more Australian red? He was kind of. Um, you used to be able to get this in England. There was, was a Barry St. Edmunds. I remember years ago. Uh, I, I found it in a Cambridge bottle shop, mm -hmm. and I thought all my Christmases. Yeah, we, once. yeah, but but not over there. Not in. Not no, in I haven't. No, I must admit, I haven't found it in. Um, haven't found it in the states. No. But uh, quite surprisingly, I did actually have a drink. I was uh, I was at Diffie's a few weeks ago, and he rolled out a bottle of Kevin Buckler's Adobe Road. Okay. Uh, and I thought, geez, that's a while back. 
And I thought... It won't be any good. But then you haven't he, seen the label around thought, for a while, thought he would, No, no, he's still making stuff. Yeah, but you haven't seen it on a car. No, it's still on the car. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still, he's, still, he's, still, he's still out there. It's still out there running. So I thought, you know, being the, you know, Southern Vale wine snob kind of thing, I thought, oh, yeah, well, you know, what's this going to be like? Um, so, I said, so I said to Diff, I said, is this any good? And he said, yeah, yeah, it's really... I t-, and I was like... Last time someone said to me it was Don Pellis. Um... <laughs> actually, in Don's credit, some of his stuff is actually kind of... It's got good. Is some of is actually really, really good. But that's 10 years on, Paul. Well, yeah. It's 10 years on since well, last time I was at Shadow of Land having a drink. Mm-hmm. He actually buys good wine and then changes it, puts it in his bottles. <laughs> changes the labels. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, no, the Adobe Road stuff was actually really good, so... Yeah. Very impressed. Well, else is interesting, mate. Well, I've bought Darrenburg over there cheaper than what we can buy here. Yeah, well, that's probably not surprising. I saw a bottle of Grange in Harrods a few years back that was cheaper than what you could get yeah, here, too. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But buying Darren, good Darrenburg wine is cheaper than what you can buy, man. It's a bit of a fucking shit having it fly all the way up when you can just go up the top of McGill Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Sort of, I reckon it ends up being cheaper. And that's apparently the only place, as I understand, the only place in the world where you can sample various vintages. Mm-hmm. By the glass. Yep. Is it? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. been there, done that. What's the food culture like? How's it changing over in America? Is, is it, you know, is it, is it more whole foodsy style operations mm. and less, you know... It's everything. Mrs. Winners is... I, I, last time I saw Mrs. Winners, it was shut. Yeah, well, geez, where are they getting married then? Huh? Where are those people getting married? I don't know, no idea. Um... But the... No, not Dun- Duncan. I oh, know, Duncan's not getting married. Oh, no, Duncan's not getting married. Last time I was in Atlanta, there were all these... Married out the back of the Maccas or something, like, in the stairs. <laughs> the, um... Yeah, there's 300 million people and there's 300 million food choices, you know. It depends on kind of where you go and what you... And what you want to go on. And the size of a market, the size of a market like that, yeah, you have the little kind of hot spots where you can get kind of decent food in places like New York, Austin... Um, you know, there's some good foodie parts of Atlanta. Um, you know, you can, you can get everything anywhere. It's still very hard to find a good curry, though. Not like a Jasmine's. And, is, and what about, has the um, has Chinese appeared over there? And oh, yeah. not, a, not just a P.F. Chang sort of member. Yeah, yeah, you remember yeah, the Gunner yeah, story yeah, there yeah, as yeah, well. It's yeah. like, well, I, well Gunner, I'll, you get that. And I'll, once you get that, I'll have to get this. He goes, yeah, okay. I said, well, no concept of sharing. No round tables. No. They, they do it sushi. They do it. They, yeah. they, all the sushi places are all, are all about sharing. So, but I don't do sushi. So. Did you get them? Uh, apparently, they're about to. Uh, 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 the ST. Apparently, the ST, not the. Let me Google that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think they, they haven't even announced a new RS. But um, you taking that up? Nah. Oh. I st- you still haven't let me ever drive yet. Well, you just don't live in the right country. I mean, kind of you hang around, you have a draw. But you know, you got to take it for you got to take it for a run up Norton Summit and down the other side or something like. That's the only way to do it. Exactly. There's no it's, point. It's, there's no point driving. There's no, there's no point driving around here with a 50k speed limits and a million and there's speed. There's no point cameras. driving up to Melbourne on a straight road with thousand dollar tyres, mm. and it's got no cruise control. It drive you crazy. Hmm. With 113 speed zones on the last trip. We'd went, JP in the car with me, went at 40, 50, 60, 
Oh, yeah, da 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 da. 113. <laughs> yeah. And then there's no one working. Do you get those over there, mate? What's that? Lawnmowers? Yeah. <laughs> right on. Powered by um, blokes called Pablo and. Or hey. I'm actually going to. Um, uh, yep, 2013 Ford Focus ST, turbocharged aggressive design. No, apparently they're a very good car. They've moved back to a, a four litre. It's a different chassis. New. This is the last, like basically the last Evo of that category, you know. And the, the ST is it's an absolute grunt, but it's five door. But I'm sure they'll bring an RS out, but it's not going to be that. And they're working on making it sound good because that's a five pot car. So. Oh, is that like the Volvo engine? That's a T5 Volvo. Right. I had a Volvo rental car the other week. It was actually a really nice piece of kit. I was very, very impressed with it. Yeah, the fact that I was having to drive around as a bloody Volvo driver for a little while, but it was actually really nice. i tell you what else is a really nice car from a rental car perspective. is the, um, uh, well, I think it's a Holden Cruise here, but the Chevy Cruise. Just really, yeah. really nice ergonomics from seat, seat, gears, wheel, door, just... But the Mazda 3 is Australia's favourite family car. Is it? Overtaken, overtaken, isn't that right, Jim? Overtaken the, I think it overtook the Corolla or... Well, I was just, I was just, I was just talking to Dad on the way down. I don't think I've seen, I, in fact, only just coming out here tonight, and I've been here for five days, I don't think I've seen a new Falcon once. Uh, didn't they start making four-cylinder Falcons just recently or something silly like that? Yeah, like, I, I, I think you might I, I, I think that Jimmy... They did that, the, they did that with Commodores years ago. I think ago. Jimmy's renaissance is coming. They did that with Commodores years ago. That was a great success. I think Jimmy's yeah. renaissance is coming. I think within the next 12 months, he's going to tell everyone they're all a pack of arseholes. 24th... Uh, how much was your thing? 64K. <laughs> Two, Hot Rod 2013 Focus ST on sale this month at 24495 Where's that? <laughs> Over there? Uh, over there. Yeah. Oh, but that's not this car. It's not that. At well, all. Yeah. Well, what's the, what's the difference between this that? This is a, it's it's a it's a hand built car in Cologne. It's it's all got WRC um, front end, and that that is not it. That's just they the Ford Focus ST is the next generation of it, but it gets a really great rap. It's two, a really really good car. Two hundred fifty two horsepower. Yeah, but that's three forty five. Oh, okay. Well, that's and that's four forty newton meters. Wow. So it's sort of a little bit different. That's interesting. But that would be I'm keen, a really uh, car to buy. I'm keen to get a, uh, I'm keen to get a Mini, but this... Like, what, a Mini Journeyman? The, the Countryman. No, Journeyman. <laughs> no. no, I've got my journeyman. He wants me to buy a journeyman if it's up to him. He's going to get a herringbone sports coat with a yep. tweed hat. <laughs> and a tweed hat. Tweed hat. And a scarf with wire yep. in it. Yep. To go with yep. it. And a bit and drill. Be, uh, yep. And I'll be belting along like Paddy Hopkirk and Bob Holden kind of thing, but I'll be lifting, yeah. the, lifting the inside wheel. Yeah, and Lucas Electrics. <laughs> L9 Lucas points and L10 Big Lucas electric headlight covers. But on the positive note, if you break down, you can jimmy off the wood and make a fire to keep warm. You've got to remember the wood's plastic. Yeah, but you've got to get real wood. 
<laughs> the thing is that if you get the real wood off the Bentley, you die from the whatever the varnish did. <laughs> you can fry that up. Well, this is actually quite interesting. I reckon you should go for it. Have a well, go and road test one because um, here I'll give you a mag to take uh, on the way out. What? Oh, no, I'll give you an Australian mag that's done a test on it. Old school media. Do you want something to read in economy? How do you know I'm in economy? Because you know what because it's... Because I know... Because you know I, what it's tied up, sorry. No, no, because I wouldn't want those employers of yours to know, or your customers to know, that you were in anything else other than that. No, I, the trouble is nobody pays for them. Uh, unless, unless, unless it's other people's money, nobody pays for them. Yeah, Al flies out business with DJR. Yeah. But then, you know, it, I, it had to be... In fact, like Scotty Jennings rang me up and said, look, Al, Al's got to go back to the British GT round this weekend and I'm like, can't you get him to fly economy? I went, well, what's the deal? It's his business. I went, well, it's not for me. If he's got a, it's not for me to say, Scotty, if he's driving over there and he needs to be alert, you know, so I rang and said, well, I'll see what I can do. I said, well, <coughs> give me a sweetener. He goes, nothing. I'm not giving you any sweetener. Just, just tell him to do it. I said, I, and Al said, what do you think I'll do? I'll go premium economy. I said, no, bend over. You'll always bend yep. over. So yep. just stick to what the plan is. You don't hire me. Don't worry if you don't hire me. Every team's hired him every year. Hmm. And it's just, you need to be alert. Because the country needs more alerts. That's right. You ring this afternoon, you go, blah, 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 and let's come back in the car with us. Yeah, and, um, oh, so that, that's definitely economy. Yeah. <laughs> In the back seat. In the back seat. He's in the back seat. It's the back seat. And I said, oh. It's like he's uh, he's high class accommodation in very St. Edmunds. Why why does he he want to come back here? Because he wants to like spend three days getting his website right the way he wants it to be. So you're right, that's fine. You pay for everything. And he goes, and I said, oh, would would you have any, do you think you'd have any baggage, Mr. Simonson, other than the mental stuff? You know, because you are going to surfers. In fact, you're not even going home. You're driving four, five, eight up at surfers. Would you not ship the bag with someone else? Just blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, it's a different team. I have to take the bag. Anyway, the bag's about the size of this table. Mm-hmm. You know, so JP and I, we just, you know. Stick it on a truck. Send it up there and pick it up when he gets there. Can't be up, can't be off. Send it back with the DJR guys and pick it up from DJR in Queensland. yeah. yeah. They're going to be coming down anyway, aren't they? It's not yeah. like they think you stink, although you do. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not sure, but JP and I, the, the verdict's out about whether we want a 13-hour road trip with him. Unless he's driving. On his licence. It's going to be 12 hours. But it's his licence. Yeah, exactly. It's the Monaco licence. Every right. Mm. So they get a jail-free card. But, uh, you know, I, I can send him up. I mean, I think he's really, really going to like that, you know, that that lovely spot about 10k's out of Bell Randall. Will we just, drop him off there? Just the start of the Hay Plain. That, yes! Yeah, he'll enjoy it. Mm. Hay Plains and joy to behold. No phone signal. Warm. <laughs> yes. Flies. Yep. Nothing here. Nothing there. Nothing to see here. No chance. Mm. But of course, he would probably get lucky and get picked up by the, the reverse of Albie Mangles. Albie Mangles. There's a name I haven't heard in a long while. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mrs. Albie Mangles. It would be, wouldn't it? We're the Swedish hitchhiker females. We go, what is it? You're in. But um, 
Alan's, uh, Alan has uh, uh, mellowed a bit since the arrival of his daughter. Does that to you? Yeah. That's been right. As, as I have as well. Indeed. But I like it. I like this arrangement. Go up for three days, have a nice time, not come back. And let me tell you. How old is she now? 4.5. 4.5. 4.5. Well, uh, I mean, when you, as a, as a pair, as a constant parent, you know, if you're there all the time, you sort of, you sync up with it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But when you're, you know, selfish like me, and then just turn up, and you go, I'm talking. I'm talking. You want that, and then you want that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and you want chips. And, what is it? Stop it. Yeah, I know where she gets it from. Mother. <laughs> that's not what I was thinking. No. That's what I'm with you. But, yeah, I, I just figure as soon as you, when you're around them a little bit more. Get a little bit more, uh, more useful. Anyway, that's good. Thanks for stopping in. No worries. See you, viewers.